0: All right, we are live and, uh, and direct via the online broadcasting platform Restream, and uh, I'm joined by another one of my best friends and uh, confidants, mentors, coaches, everything under the sun. Niles Monroe, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, sir. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Happy to be here on a on a Sunday afternoon. Go to church i did not go to church but i did meditate
0: you meditated yes did you um do you ever go to online church live broadcast church
1: during the during the pandy i did but not so much nowadays
0: not so much these days
1: not so much these days although i, I need to get back
0: yeah yeah i haven't done it in a while I like to go to this one called Elevation and it's online YouTube church thing. And I just listen and whatnot. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I want to, you know, watch here, stick it all the way up through. But I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Um, you know, in the creator economy, one of the things that you can do is be a church videographer for free to uh, do all of that. What's up, Luis? World Cup for Argentina. Yeah, we should probably talk about that, too. Yeah, boy,
1: the boyhood story came true for Messi. So, my son was screaming his lungs out earlier. True. Sup- super stoked.
0: Man, it's crazy cuz it was it came down to be like one of the perfect games for a spectator because, mm-hmm. you know, it extended, extended, extended yeah. all the way to those um those penalty Penalties. Kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty it's pretty nuts, but Yeah. What um what a crazy phenomenon all of that with all the people that were murked. <laughs> yeah. All the all the hoopla around it all. But yes, I guess sir. that has to do with sort of opening about this conversation, talking about faith and stuff like that, man. It's a crazy time. Um what do you want to start, man? What do you want to talk about first? Which which part of the creator economy should we talk about first?
1: This is kind of funny. So I wrote in a chat GPT, write me 10 topics Mm -hmm. about regarding the the creative economy, 10 podcast topics. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have, and you tell me where you want to start. We can talk about the role of creativity, driving economic growth and innovation. Mm -hmm. We can start with uh, the role of technology in the creative economy, which I know like you're like a big gearhead, even bigger than me. Um, How the creative economy was impacted by COVID. Nah, I don't want to talk about that. Um, Collaboration and partnerships in the creative economy. Globalization on the creative economy. Challenges and opportunities facing independent artists and creators. Where would you like to start?
0: Was that all 10?
1: No, no, no. Those are just the ones I thought were the juiciest.
0: Mm, The juiciest. Man, I guess we should probably start from the beginning and talk about creativity as it relates to um economics or what was it?
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. Econ- uh, creativity in in driving economic growth and innovation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough right now. It's and those t- those companies that are um putting a lot of investment into content creators, um, are the ones that are going to be able to, uh, move through this recession, the, the best, you know, a lot of companies will sacrifice their marketing department right now in order to, um, maintain status quo, maintain, you know, financial stability, maintain whatever they hold uh, truly valuable to them. But, you know, the, the long game is I think where this component of creativity, uh, impacts the economics of, of business. So, um, what do you think?
1: Sorry, my kids are being really loud and it's bothering me. Um, I don't think businesses can afford to kill their marketing right now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: unless their organic game is on point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But as someone who has been inside the inner circle of a few businesses and startups and companies not putting too much ad spend in their their brand, um. You know there's also a use for us creatively when it comes to building internal resources not just creating marketing assets right Um, you can use video services graphic design services anything under the umbrella of the creator economy to help a business scale inside as well you know whether if you're creating um content that requires instructional design Content that requires uh, these assets for onboarding, for training purposes. Like, they still need guys like us, people like us, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, I I think whether if it's Mm. for external assets or inbound sort of assets, um, I don't think there's a reason why they should just kill us, to be clear. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's that one's really tough because I think that a lot of businesses are their their priorities right now are top of the funnel sales. Right? So they're there are obvious there there are a lot of companies that are not thinking about how can they scale their their business from an internal perspective because they just wanna because they're in a position where they need to lay off employees or they need to kind of hunker down the capital that they're spending and what's the trouble is like they'll delegate something like that to like a volunteer or intern or something like that who doesn't have the capabilities of lifting that that weight and putting that weight on their shoulders cuz they just don't have the reps in the gym and then they get frustrated and then unfortunately at the end of the day they get the blame all goes on to that you know, poor little intern that didn't know, you know, his left from his right foot. And he's just, then he's kind of soured or he or she, I should say, is then soured by the experience of doing an internship as a content in content marketing department or like internal uh, design department or something like that. So it's tough. The companies that are like super stellar, that are hiring and, and, you know, empowering creatives to be, Pursuing their dreams, even through tough times, those folks are gonna come out with the larger brands. They're they're more focused on brand, I think.
1: Maybe, let me ask you something. Going, switching gears here, uh, going forward into twenty twenty three, because mm-hmm. this might this might be the last pod that we record going into twenty twenty three. You and I, maybe. Um, what are your What are your creative goals that you want to hit and? Or, what is like in some way that this is like a little more Knives Monroe but like in what ways do you want to transform your business um, going into 2023? Or how, how do you want to be visible or identified? Yeah. How do you want, and, and, where do you like, where would you like to be in, in relation to the creator economy going into 2023? And, and dream big.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, some of those things are already set in motion um, beginning kind of idea ideas that are haven't necessarily come to full fruition because you know there's so much negotiation that goes into um, doing projects at scale on an individual level i think i want to be committed to um, basically telling my story in, in the, in so much as to say like that I've been able to, you know, get inches when I'm on fourth and one, you know, that, that would, they got, got me a first down, right? So I'm, I'm in a position where it's real tight, you know, but I was able to, to make a little things happen to, to be able to get another go at the, at, uh, you know, at the at the goal line, or at the, you know, not always a goal line, because the touchdown's a lot of a lot of points, right? That's a big that's a big win for a lot of folks. I I think I take the little wins, um, right now as much as I can, and so that could be in the form of, you know, getting the, the ability to do at least one podcast a week into twenty twenty three, where that content can be spliced up, and then I can continue to to create the content that is building my personal brand you know um, I've tried that before I know you've done that before and we struggle Um, at least I have struggled to stay consistent with that and I feel like all content creators at some level struggle to stay consistent with any sort of religious content creation or routine content creation so i i I do want to um get to that point on a personal level on a larger scale i would like to do some sort some form of of event that then leads to um post-produced content that is a social validator for doing other larger scale projects and it's interesting you know um when it comes to like the art and this is where you know i i hold art on a on a pistol in a way i don't i i struggle to see this the, the me forming real creative art within the next five years because I don't have the um i don't i don't think that i have accumulated enough of that um I don't know what to call it right now but I haven't accumulated enough of whatever it is to be able to say like that my art deserves a space at Art Basel or or Sundance Film Festival or any of these places where it would get some uh, recognition as an artist you know um the internet's the internet and the internet be internet and So, you know, I'll continue to try to do whatever little art I can do online and maybe AI is a component of that in 2023, you know, to using AI as a paintbrush for um, some more artistic projects. I saw Google had put out um, something this year where like you can type basically a scene and then AI creates this giraffe in a zoo, you know, and I think in the next year and year and a half will be solid enough to where it's like you can't pretty much tell the difference between it in a video game you know and um so i see i see that potentially being a thing today it can't you know right now i say it can't be a thing but maybe next year it could be a thing
1: man um i was meditating about this t- uh this morning it's 30 degrees when i woke up Uh, But I went out there and I was walking and thinking and I think about the same shit. And some of my goals for next year are the same goals I've had for the past 10 years. And I think the best way for me to sort of change those goals in a way that's maybe more compelling, same mission, different focus, is instead of saying something like I want a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, Mm -hmm. instead of saying that, I want to say, I want to be the type of person that has a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Um, that to me is more compelling. Like what, what does that person's schedule look like? What does their day to day look like? What kind of work are they putting in? Like that's the stuff that, that I'm thinking about moving forward. Um, and I, I know those answers Conceptually, but I need to find the reality in the practice, in the doing, in the the grind. Roll my fucking eyes, but in the grind of doing things, I need to find those habits, those routines, those patterns. Um, that's really going to be the the difference in your average street basketball player and a Kobe, you know. And before I die i wanna I wanna try my best, you know I wanna put it all on the line and say i i really I really fucking tried maybe I didn't get to where I wanted, but it wasn't for a lack of trying, but I'm tired of holding myself back. That's the one thing like when it comes to we're both in the same position of trying to grow and scale a business. And I think we approach it differently and we have different philosophies, but we're still like this these these one man bands you know trying to operate this big 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 machine and uh, i'm just tired of living in the theoretical personally i'm very frustrated yeah. about about it yeah
0: yeah very you know spirituality i think is where this comes down to because i was um i was watching a podcast uh, i forgot it's just like some brand new podcast that i'm listening to And what they essentially said that the technology that the ancient, you know, Egyptians had the, you know, Nikola Tesla's of the world was comparable to the technology that we have today, just not packaged in the same, uh, the, the same way. And because of, you know, global catastrophe, which we are facing constantly. You know, their civilizations were wiped to the, wiped to the, the pure essence, the dirt of it all. And, and so, like, that component of what you're talking about when it comes to, I, you know, the fakeness of it and versus the realness of it. Like, the real accomplishments of what is the hustle and the grind shout out Terrence Howard to be able to actually uh uh collect a hundred thousand followers versus go to you know some marketplace that'll sell you the hundred thousand and you know you you just you then you're at you're at the um uh what do they say about this vanity numbers of it all so you can be in the hundred thousand Uh, subscriber club if you just bought it right but if if you're putting in the hard work right and who has i don't know who has actually put in the hard work other than a mr beast i would i guess you know maybe he's bought followers before maybe he's bought subscribers before i don't know he's accomplished it through what we look we would like to say is hard work because he's basically taken all the money that he's made from google adsense and reinvested it into his uh production which has allowed him to do bigger and bigger productions and what's crazy about that is there are productions that he's done i haven't even seen the light of day but what's more interesting
1: what's more interesting is mr beast has cracked the formula cracked the code and has Given that to other creators, and then they've went on and had really good success. That that stuff, whatever that is, it's more interesting to me than like Mr. Beast outtopping himself. I mean, he's the alpha, you know. Like that's mm-hmm. fucking great. He's gonna grow. That's awesome. But I like the stuff that works in practice, that is applicable, that I can do to get a modicum of success. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to, I'm not praying for a hundred million subscribers. I don't even pray. I don't, I, you know, I don't think it's going to impact my happiness level w- between one million and two million subscribers. Like, I don't think it's going to impact it, but I want to, I want to know the codes and I want to do the work required to, to get that. And I think you have to be very hungry, hungrier than other, other people to tap into that and that's I'm getting I'm getting hungry I'm getting bloodthirsty I feel like I'm growing I'm growing uh vampire fangs Mm -hmm. I want to drink blood you know Mm -hmm. um and I haven't tapped into that in at least five years and I, I think that's like the the first step mindset wise into acquiring these things for me
0: yeah. So yeah. Hmm. How do I put this together? So it it's I'm going to say something that might be controversial here, but a lot of content creators um even myself have been duped by the artificial GMO vegan burger that are out there that you're so hungry you'll take anything anything even nothing no nutrients nothing and then you know you uh be that as it may at the end of the day it's like i know i've gained experience and i am i know that i have value in what i can do whether that be art for myself or content for a business. Mm-hmm. And then, but regardless of, of of any of that, I still, and this might be true for you, still get people coming to me asking me to do free work at, and not only just free work, but work that may or may not come to fruition. And if it does come to fruition, whether or not they'll honor their agreement to the contract, but free work on the backs of nothing happens, and you're in a six month non 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 compete. That's indentured servitude. That's uh, um, share sharecropping. Now, it's a different thing if someone like you or someone like me goes to another content creator and says, hey, I want to I have a project. I have a budget. I have everything together. Um, Let me do a net 15 with you um, on the budget so I can float the money until we're through the production. And then at the end of the day, I'll I'll pay you uh, a fraction of the overall budget. Right. That's different than, hey, uh, go create content for us. Um, You know, out of the blue with no direction and then at the end of the day um we'll we'll decide whether we're going to give you your 15 percent you know whether we'll honor that that um that contract and then you ask them okay well what systems do you have to honor that contract oh you, oh, you want to do it manually you want me to come to your uh your mail room and pick up a check oh wait there's no check here all right and then just venmo me That's the fi- That's the plight that the content creator faces.
1: Yeah. But, uh, you know, and I get that too. I get that too. Uh, and it comes in different forms. I get that with like, Hey, read my script. And a part of me wants to be like, you have no idea what you're asking. That's so much to ask. It takes a lot of my psychic energy, but also read it for what most people just want to pat on the back. And that's like a little insulting, you know. And that's not the same thing as you know, like this net fifty or net fifty, you know, well, everything that you're saying, basically indentured servitude. No, it's not the same thing. But like, I get, I get, people putting their hooks in me, uh, all the time. I I really brush it off. Um, I think I've gotten a lot better at brushing it off and and si- siphoning through what what is, what is good for me, healthy for me, or or not. Um, but I don't. I just wanna make something clear. Uh, When I was talking about hunger, and you you would use the analogy that you'll be so hungry, you'll eat garbage. Um, For me, it's more about, I wanna be so hungry, I will make anything, not Mm -hmm. take anything. Mm -hmm. And when you're coming from producing versus consumption, uh, when you're coming from offering, versus taking, mm-hmm. I think that hunger can better suit you.
0: Mm, yeah. I don't think that that's the the norm whatsoever. I think it's the microwave era. It's the, we're so, this is what Gary says, Gary V says, is that we're so lazy, we're at, we'll have someone else cook it, someone else deliver it, and, you know, utilize uh, plastic forks, plastic, uh, paper plates throw it away don't recycle it like our our um our morals and values and the things that we we uh we want are not aligned or even if they not even what we want but what we need like uh from like a more of a like a human perspective of it all but you know Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely, you know, I'm, I always take it down the business route. I don't take it toward the art route that often, because like I said, I don't see myself creating anything meaningful in the art world for the next five years. And I might even have to push that on another 10 years because I can't, I can't, I am not confident enough in myself right now. if, If, as far as art goes to, um, bewilder anyone, pull the wool over anybody's eyes you know to where that they can kind of just you know true good good art will take you out of your body into a world outside of this universe it it takes you into it either gives you a feeling of love or some form of emotion that is tied to the art or it it literally takes you to another world i think good business can
1: do that different. as well good business Good product can do that as well. I mean, there's something about and fill in the space here for any sort of product that you've ever made or bought. But Snuggy. um, the Snuggie, the iPhone, the, the new iPhone, pair sure. of shoes, the new headphones that you bought that you waited in, in, in you know x amount of weeks for in the mail for. There's something yeah. about like and and I know it's like consumption buy something, obey. Like, I'm not trying to say that, but when you're the creator of that product, you, you get to make someone's birthday present. And that's Mm -hmm. pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Just as fulfilling as art. I think no one wants to have that conversation, but I think, I think good business is just as fulfilling as good art.
0: Yeah. I, I, I as coming from a producer,
1: coming from a producer's point of view.
0: So since you take it that direction I'm I'm definitely going li- with liberties with this one just to discuss something. Sure. Pet rock. Chia pet. Yes.
1: Sure. NFTs. Uh-huh.
0: Trump's NFT project that just released. Okay. These things We're in, are in a fucked up time tools. right now.
1: We're in a fucked up time right now where where and the Trump example is a, is a great example of this. We're in a fucked up time where these are Ponzi schemes, right?
0: Ponzi schemes. FTX.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. I don't have much to say about it other than um, my, my hat tip to those who, who saw this a mile away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It wasn't so mm-hmm. clear for me. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are super duper into the crypto world, the NFT world, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and who are doing good good business out of it. Um but it still exists in a capitalistic framework. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's There's a supply and a demand. There's a mark. And then there's the carny. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think some people like Trump are a desperate need for income Mm. and will create an ass product like he's done notoriously in the past. Um, A flash in the pan, just capitalizing on a moment which is kind of a day late and a buck short. You know, if Trump did this, I understand he was president, but if he did this like Q1 2021, it would have been more interesting. But... um.
0: Oh, wow. Wild. Yeah. Just to even think of that. Wild. Wild.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I still believe in crypto. I still believe in NFTs. I still, I I love the idea of smart contracts, and I love mm-hmm. the blockchain, like it's this future-proof concept of digitizing uh, information, you know, um, so I, I still appreciate it, and these are conversations that, you know, I can't have with some friends, uh, they're just way too ignorant about this, but when you think about the internet in and of itself, like mm-hmm. this is email all over again, you know? Uh, but how many scams came from the advent of email? Mm-hmm. Probably, probably 50% of all moving traffic was a scam. if Maybe more, maybe higher. So this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. It's inevitable.
0: So both you and I are now subscribers to Twitter Blue. And, um, that for can, now. For now, true. For, if they take now. away
1: my blue check mark, I'm going back.
0: You think it's that? It's that like um, trivial that it, it comes down to the blue check mark. You don't think that for me? For me, it does.
1: Features. I I've been a blue subscriber for over a year, and I like you. You know this when you post something. It's like, hey, are you sure you want to post this? Mm -hmm. I like that feature, but I don't need to pay for that feature. Um, I liked it because of the ads and I liked it because of the articles and um, being able to delete tweets or like edit tweets. Um, But with the advent of the blue check mark, I love that. I was thinking Instagram was going to do that too and be like $19.99 a month and you get a blue check mark on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That would have been cool. But, um, it does,
0: yeah, it does yeah, take a, a chunk out of the business of those people who are selling subscribers, selling followers, because sure, one of the big reasons why people bought followers or bought subscribers, which which
1: I've he, done, I want your listeners yeah, to know.
0: But, well, right, but I think, like, hmm, yeah, hmm, I, don't I did,
1: about, and, and I just so inst- uh, your listeners know. I purchased a from a friend an Instagram that had at the time I don't know 30,000 followers or whatever and I bought it and uh rebranded it uh completely what's the word when, what would they call it when it comes to houses
0: refreshing remodeling
1: remodeled it refurbished it flipped it and uh lost 10,000 followers in the process it's pretty cool to like lose 10,000 followers. It's really interesting when you rebrand something, remodel something. Um, But I did it and it's afforded me a lot in the optics sense. So, best believe if I could have bought a blue check mark, I would have too.
0: Do you think that, okay, do you think that the val? So I'm just struggling with this right now, is that If you had more eyeballs, do you think you would be releasing more free content? Absolutely. Do you reserve anything because of the fact that you don't have
1: attention? Absolutely.
0: That's how I feel right now. Which is not the... That
1: comes from a scarcity mindset. Just hearing that out loud, framed that way. Like, holding back. I made a piece of content, this TikTok, that said, hold back for what? Yeah. Hold back for what? And i I need to really live that. It's one thing to say it right. and to p- put it out there, but it's another thing to live it. Hold back for what? Like that's why I said I want to conduct myself as if I already have a hundred thousand followers and the type of person that you need to be to not just do that but to maintain it it's it's easy to get to the top. It's hard to maintain it.
0: Well, that's why you that's why you pay one hundred and fifty million dollars or whatever it is to get a consulting session for an hour from Mr. Beast. Because he has those eyeballs, he knows what their questions are, and he knows how to facilitate whatever, you know, content that they're yearning for, maybe not need or want, but yearning for it. And so the question ends up up being, when you have zero, like I do, not I don't have zero, I have like a whole lot more manual, um, you know, input, whether that be from family, friends acquaintances um the person that that i don't have
1: that i don't have what do you mean i don't have that circle of people um like i don't have outside of you i don't have a friend that's gonna tell me here's what you should do with your youtube channel i don't have that i really Mm -hmm. like this video that you posted you know i I don't have that right i I exist on in an island like with in real life you know
0: Hmm. i'm sorry in real life i what I get is more of like what I shouldn't be doing, not what I should be doing or what I should be doing. But in like an an old archetype or like an or an older generation of information that just doesn't isn't applicable in today's digital age. It's like
1: you should should post flyers, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Like what's that going to do for you? Yeah. Like unless you're a part of some cult that's local, you know, like you're a part of some sort of, um, local cult, which I started, you know, Austin Live and Local was intended to be like a local cult, right? Everyone's in it to make Austin better or make Austin be- <laughs> great again. <laughs> I don't, sure. I don't know. That I'm just joking, but um, you know, I think that this is where that creator component is. Like, what's what about the artist economy, right? What about the the economy of art like that's how is it getting any better i mean nfts didn't do it i mean
1: well when do you, like, when would you know that it's better
0: i think that better means i think it's never like been a, better well i don't i don't particularly like the
1: uh i think we're in a know. renaissance right now
0: really i just don't yes. like it i don't like it i don't i don't like it because it's 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 so um there's an exclusivity to all of it to a degree where it's unperceivable, right? Um so like getting past the gatekeepers of of art to even be able to consume it is so extraordinarily difficult. It's, it's like it's never I'm been not easier going though to art basel. Think about how difficult it I'm, was
1: thirty years ago.
0: Well the thing I think this is We couldn't do we couldn't
1: do what we were what we we're doing right now. Well 30 yeah, years this, ago. I'm
0: talking about high art. I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about the I'm talking about like the Well banks here's what I never here, seen here's what I heard in real life.
1: when you had said the art economy what I what I instantly thought of without meaning to it was
0: macro economy
1: was um well, how do you say it? The, um, the lower art class.
0: Oh, like the middle class artist.
1: But like the lower class too. It's never been better for the lower and middle class of artists. It's never been better.
0: Mm, I've thought about that. And then I've thought like the, the, the problem with-
1: the, I, I have like the, the exact opposite. I have the exact opposite un- reaction as you. Like I go on TikTok and I see all these beautiful, talented people they all existed? What? Mm-hmm. So many people out there that existed, yeah. that exist with this talent and are putting their art out there. The gatekeepers see, are, they're, they're non-existent.
0: I see what you're saying. It's its a different perspective because I always knew they existed. I just wanted to see the best of the best. Like, I see Underground, you know, there's, an, there's a no jumper, Adam 22, right? he has brought a voice to the underground hip-hop scene that had never existed before. Um, and, you know, all, you know, you have to give kudos to a SoundCloud or, you know, a distribution system that enables them to be able to be discovered. But at the same point in time, when it comes to the art world, when we're talking about instru- uh, 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 structural design, like true architecture there's like the uh the uh enos i forgot what the last name is but the people now that have um basically democratized the ability to see um the best in architecture via but it also gives the problem is for people like myself that come from a um a low to mid-class middle class um socioeconomic environment the 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 this is very problem. I feel this is very problematic. I, there is a, um, a status quo that restrains the, Um, people who don't, um, you know, stick, uh, stick script, I guess. I don't know how to even put this in the right terminology without it. Like, yeah, this is too tough to deal with right now. Um, but it's just, yes, the ability to create art has gotten much, much easier and, and discoverability. But as far as um, fine art and things that are investment pieces, that has gotten to be very gatekept and by, to the point at which if you don't understand the technology of a blockchain aspect of of things that you're not going to be able to purchase um that that artwork even if you're in and then if you don't understand the internet you're not able to go to a masterworks and purchase you know um a fractional share of a van gogh or uh or da vinci's you know plans or any of these things that are true assets that go into a trust that you could then uh, create generational wealth from like it's you have to be there and being there on the internet is subjective to what the algorithm wants you wants it to be there for you that's why they're thinking of banning tiktok because they believe that that's been co-opted because of the fact that in china do you or whatever the whatever it's called um, is distributing um, scientific information, information that is uh, designed to um, enable uh, cultural advancement. While as in the U.S., it's mostly meme culture and and uh, sexualization and and um, and uh, pol- pol- police violence and you know uh, people's. Um, people's ways that they are um, expressing themselves to be an individual individualistic whereas you know um, and then there's so many things that go into this 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 aspect of of how do you make how do you make art how do you sustain making art um, in in the environment that you're in and then um, be visible and be able to kind of like go in and out of society because society is where you're going to get the attention. But if you're nomadic, you're just going to be on the lay of the land, you know, off the grid, so to speak. You know, and I, I'm, i see, see the thing is, is I'm coming from a different perspective because I live out in a, in a rural area, right? And I'm, you know, uh, I, I'm not as much connected into society as you are, you know, cause you come, you're, you're in a bedroom community community and you're tapped in with, with, um, with, a a smaller, um, sub segment of the Austin community. And I'm in a, a very sub, sub, sub segment of, of the Austin community. And so, <clears throat> I don't know the challenges that are there in the urban environment that are are like golden handcuffs that hold underground artists from reaching the uh the top of the pyramid when it comes to um, uh, the uh the art social class, the artist social class. Well, I do in a degree because there are social clubs like um, Soho House and the Austin Club and um, Capital Factory and um, and these uh, you know subscription based uh, programs that enable artists to scale from underground to. Um, mainstream and then I'm just going to end it off with this conspiracy this rant with this conspiracy it's like do you have to sell your soul to the devil in order to do the blood oath and get the contract and then does that enable you then to uh, reach fame and stardom of you know so as that there's like a TikTok going around of the Imagine Dragons uh, lead singer or whatever he is, lead DJ, saying, "Oh, I sold my soul to the devil. That's why I've made it to where I'm at today." All of that.
1: Well, um, no, I don't think you have to sell your soul um, to make it. But in that rant, like, what? What is? What is <laughs> Sorry, I'm like getting all personal. There's two ways yeah, to no. there's two ways to internalize your rant. One was with apathy. One is with empathy. Which route mm-hmm. do you think I'm gonna take?
0: Uh, you're gonna go down empathy
1: route. Exactly. So my question to that rant is, um, you know, the struggle that you have with art, the struggle that you have with um, connection with society, the struggle that you have with making it the struggle that you have with uh social validation um getting inside the club staying outside the club all this stuff everything that you said like what does trent want
0: oh this is awesome well i I, i'm just thinking of this idea in the creator economy but i need a sign spinner outside the front of the club selling selling content outside of the club and inside of the club, you know, obviously infrastructure is going to permit that I could sell more um, inside the club because if the, if I'm selling outside the club, the, the, you know, the gatekeepers, (laughs) this is where the gatekeepers turn against you. If you're inside the club, they'll beat you down saying that you don't have the permit to sell on the sidewalk or you can't live on the sidewalk because you can't be homeless and you can't be at the same time.
1: I'll ask again. What does Trent want?
0: Well, I mean, my TikTok algorithm would say that I want, you know, to be with beautiful women. That I want to um, drive fast cars. That I want to um, own real estate. That I want to. Because I'm just trying to read my my what they, what they think I want, and then. You know, those are very, very... Um, those, I think, are the little boys' That's not boys what I dreams. asked. I think we talked about... I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think that we've talked about this before, where, you know... No, oh, we always get back to this. Dan, we always get back Dan to this. Bilzerian lives the... Lives, um, oh, my God. How am I saying this? Little Dan Bilzerian... Little Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> Dan Bilzerian lives the little boy's dream of flying in helicopters, being around a bunch of women on yachts and all of these different things. Uh, then the new Dan Bolzerian is this Andrew Tate character who's like a badass who kicks people in the head and beats people up, but also has a bunch of women also is like somehow now Muslim or something like that. I don't know, you know, um, embodies based on what he says, like this whole ninja character that's like an, a CIA agent, like all that crap. I don't know because what I'm being sold that I want is challenging compared to what is available. And I would much rather know what the market is. Can I buy this? If I buy this, am I going to be shit out of luck, broke again? Am I going to buy this stupid NFT and be, you know, and I, and I got scams? Am I going to be out a billion dollars what's going to be my situation because currently right now what my situation is i bought into a bunch of scams not necessarily scams but bad information because at the time it was held up by society to be to be good information turning around i don't know somehow that at the top it negatively impacted somebody's economic situation so then the top decided to like pivot and structure their their business against the people who were competing to you know uh empower the people of the underground scene so for me i can't answer this question directly without saying like you know i'm not not salivating at beautiful beautiful women i'm not not salivating at a ferrari i'm I am Pavlov's dog. You introduced me something to something nice. I will salivate at it. You take it away from me, and then tell me you're gonna feed me a vegan burger. I'm going to have to eat that burger, but it's not real. It's not tangible. It's not authentic. It's like this. These these. Uh, when these I hear t- this, TikToks. when
1: I hear this, it sounds like you're a you're a crisis out of capitalism. This little Pinocchio boy, this little Pinocchio boy who just wants to be real because there's a premium on real. Yeah, I hear it all the time. Yeah, I hear that all Instead the time. Instead of just embracing magic, right? Mm-hmm. Pinocchio was a magical embracing, boy.
0: Embracing, embracing magic?
1: And Just embracing magic. That, 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 Pinocchio was alive. He could have just celebrated life. But he wanted to be a real boy, because then he'd be loved, for real. And that's capitalism, man. Um, Your when I ask what you want, I don't mean what do you want to buy, what do you want to own. I told my my son yesterday, hmm. gosh, this this kid was being really needy. I don't
0: think existence, well, existence at least in present day, doesn't exist without ownership it doesn't activity does not exist without currency currency is the flows flow of activity That's why it's currency like the current i think i think that's the the,
1: i i think what you just said there's no without currency um i think that's the slave mentality of if you get out of the house and you run outside, we gon' get you. There's nothing outside. That's the Truman Show shit, where you don't want to go out. Stay here, Man. stay here and want and desire, and we'll take care of you and we'll keep feeding you. That is the slave shit. Um, when really everything that you want, desire, and, and wish to own is internal. It's inside on some David Goggins shit, right? Like in that in that way of ownership extreme ownership you're shaking your head
0: man i do value this is like my the, this, no, is no, the no, no,
1: no, no, this is the battle this is the battle
0: there's but it's true like you you're, you're mm-hmm. right you're right right the 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 emotional state of stability is internal right you don't um you don't need a ferrari to make you happy a Ferrari can bring happiness you don't need it but it can to and a lot of it people also say it like, also
1: cannot on that on that on, on that notion right,
0: but the um so so the thing but your kidneys can't bring you happiness either
1: so your kidneys I mean, your kidneys do bring you happiness they don't
0: but they don't need to
1: if your kidneys they fail not as well if well, your like, kidneys fail cannot you're gonna you know you're not gonna be happy right well you're
0: not going to be happy but that doesn't mean but you're that doesn't but i'm happy right now because my kidneys bring you happiness my,
1: my kidneys are tip top right now i am happy i am happy i am happy
0: yeah but you'd be you would, you would be happy you would be equally as happy if a 3d printer could make you a new set of happy a new new set of kidneys. Like, your kidneys do not bring you happiness. Kidneys, when, the idea of having kidneys, bring you happiness.
1: When, when I asked, what do you want? Yeah. Like, uh, it, you know, it wasn't what do you want to buy that will make you happy, like a Ferrari. That's not what I meant.
0: No, no, no. But it, I know what you, I know. But what you're leaving out is, you buy it for the experience. You don't buy it for the commodity. You buy it for the the, the, the uh, quest that leads to a reward that then leads to leveling up, which then leads to being um, perceived as uh, or at least even acknowledged existence. If you have no acknowledgement of existence other than your own acknowledgement of existence, the only way that that works... The only way that works is if you can basically figure out a way and this this is my situation for certain. And even you know, you you've found this in a different in a different way. I think this is anybody as an, as an individual has to find some support system that is going to uh, step in and be the puzzle piece that fits the bigger picture. Right. You can't do it. No one is able to go off the grid and live on their own in the current way. And then uh, get that um, internal, you know, satisfaction of the limbic system and also be able to reach enlightenment through the. uh the sacral system, and then also be at the point at which they're, you know cognitively collecting data and being, you know intelligent as an individual, contributing back to the species without, you know, uh, ingesting some form of information through be via con- any form of content, books, television, the radio, whatever the case may be, and, and and filling up their frontal uh their frontal low right of of just information, and then yeah, but I think that we're all you know I do think there is a sense of information overload, right, so it gets to the point you know where for me, if I was a good little slave, I would just be like oh i love I love beautiful women, I love cars, and that's all I do. I've got a big garage, it's got all my fancy cars in it, but for me. I don't see the altruistic nature of uh self aggrandizing to those things being enough for me for happiness as an individual I do get what you're saying what is that um what you're asking I should say what is it internally that you do meditation pondering about life's existence and um and what it is that, that as as someone um how can you uh basically woo saw your way into um a, a happiness vibration and then from there on the scale or spectrum of 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 happiness from sadness uh, from extreme sadness to extreme happiness how can you uh do that without commodities without purchasing into the subscription system of america like I mean, you just leave this, you get to a point at which you either get a passport, which allows you to, you know, travel the world, see the beautiful, you know, uh, uh, what is it, the seven wonders of the world or whatever it is, or you go crazy like a lot of people do. They become, you know, uh, what is it called? Bunkers? No, that's not it. Um, Dwellers? No, that's not it. (laughs) What the the heck is it? Um, Squatters? No, no, no. The people who go into bunkers and they have a bunch of stockpiled food, hoarders, do- doomers, doomers. No. Oh Dooms yeah, like do, like do, preppers. doomsday preppers, doomsday preppers, preppers. Doomsday preppers, yeah. preppers, preppers. You end up being a prepper, and you either stay on the grid in America, or you crush your cell phones. You steal from, steal a cell phone that's already activated from someone else. And you have 15 seconds to use the phone to call someone voice modulator like you sent me on TikTok to mm-hmm. then tell your tell your family that you're leaving the grid, that you're going into outer space or whatever the case may be. I mean, like we're at this point, we're just scripting a science fiction movie because in reality, nobody I do not believe anybody is truly happy. If you introduce a um, if you introduce something into their lives that uh destabilizes their happiness, whether that be illicit drugs or an individual that's doesn't have the uh, best interest for that individual in in mind, it can disrupt their, their equilibrium and then they end up being in a different state and that different state ends up them being in a different vibration, which means then their happiness is at stake again. So it doesn't matter whether you find happiness as an individual, you have to find happiness, uh, um within the system and the current system is what it is and then at the end of the day you know you don't get struck down by god you know (laughs) via acts of god like that's those are the challenges that i think that i think people are facing today you know um and then you know your question uh it it was it is personal but i don't I, I don't like to just um you know i don't i don't think that the value for people um is going to be the, my my plight my the struggles that i go through because my because i have to go around and see what's so adjacent to my problems to be like where's the value because no one is going through the same thing that I'm going through. No one's going through the same thing that is going through. Um, if it was, that's the craziest, you know, uh, if there was another person that looked like me, talked like me, acted like me uh, in this world and created the same content as me, and then I met that individual, it would be like uh, multiverse type, type stuff, right? Um, so that doesn't exist. But yeah, I mean... The things that I want, I think, are aligned with what TikTok is telling me. Um, I just, I, I have a feeling that it's not everything. You know, it's not everything. Um, I don't think I just want, um, you know, a, a beautiful partner in, in the form of a woman, if I put it into politically correct terminology. I don't think I want a gas-guzzling... Ferrari that burns uh, fossil fuels to kill the world. I don't think I just want that. I don't think, you know, I have, I have ideas in my head that are counterintuitive to what the algorithm thinks that I desire, right? Um, And I think that uh, I am very challenged by my limbic system because I, and my um, my motor system, because my limbic system will tell my fingers to like a photo or, you know, like a video or something like that, which is maybe counterintuitive to um, to programming the algorithm to do what I want it to do. And we've had this conversation several times before where we talk about like, oh, well, you just haven't trained your algorithm. No, 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 no. I'm just improperly. Um, training it or i don't know how to train it it's like a dog right you you know you you get a pet and you just can't potty train it so you have to hire someone to do that for you now that's not a for the creator economy but i do think it is a um i think it'll be something a service eventually that you can you can buy someone to train your algorithm for you an expert algorithm trainer (laughs) um and um well, I I wonder what people struggle with the most in, in, in forms of um, over and over um, and information overload. And what at what point do they they uh, Are they overwhelmed with anxiety to where they're lethargic and unable to um, push past the gatekeepers that are holding them down, you know, because the because um, society hasn't made a change in its perspective of what um, of what true value is so they're obstructing true value from um, from seeing from being seen at the same scale as false values such as the Kanye West Donald Trump's uh, even to a degree Elon Musk's whereas the marketplace of ideas is not being it's not fair value it's it's contrived value or or a propagated value based on uh, the leading authority of the world
1: how do you define value you're talking about true value like how do you define value and in what context are you are you saying it?
0: You know, this 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 I think this is where I, I, I'm disappointed that crypto went so wrong or is going wrong right now. And that true democratization does not exist outside of the decentralized autonomous organization. And the um and the uh whatchamacallit? Oh god proof of, of of participation proof of participation basically the blockchain is is infallible into the sense that there is a record for every action that's taken on the blockchain so there's no voting twice no one can vote twice and if they do vote twice through some mechanism let's say they have two wallets there's um there's a counterbalance system that operates to um to provide equal weighting to votes that are placed um throughout the system so when it comes to true value it should be it should be that which is 51 percent or more Of the population than the latter half of the 49%. So it's whatever percent value that is believed to be true. um, Mathematically. Now, that's the only way that I can think of it, of, of, of true value um, being consistent uh, in that at the. At the end of the day, trial you would be based on some logical, non-emotional, statistical uh, conclusion. That's it. The emotional component of this is this is where it's really challenging because I'm not you know, whether I don't have enough estrogen in my system is not the not the point here. It's how how does emotional Behaviors um, lead to uh, the greater good and the the better st- stability of the human race. Towards our um, our prevention of the inevitable catastrophe of an a- asteroid or a global war, nuclear fallout, like all of these things that. Are a macro human existence problem that emotions are are um, are obstructing us from alleviating or or uh, mitigating the risks that we have to a global catastrophe.
1: I asked uh, OpenAI or mm-hmm. uh, ChatGPT. To define true value in the business sense. Mm-hmm. It is the objective or unbiased estimation of the actual value of something as opposed to its perceived value or market price. So it's about yeah. Objecti- objectivity.
0: Yeah, and emotions cannot be in, uh, attributed to this because that's the purest form of bias.
1: so the some of the factors to take into are the company's financial health competitive position, and potential for growth that that that's like the this is in the context of like valuation
0: well yeah, and that's the you poised the question in, in the, the form business of economics. in
1: the in the business sense yeah well that sum that
0: up and may put it into the in into the sense of true value of um Emotional well-being, because how do you how do you take a logical approach to emotions? I mean, Jocko Willink doesn't he talk about that? I try I try to kind of you know in uh, in terms that.
1: in terms in terms of emotional well-being, true value refers to the inherent worth. And value that a person places on themselves and their own feelings and experiences. It's the recognition that one's own emotions and feelings are valid and deserve to be respected and valued regardless of external circumstances or other people's opinions. Having a sense of true value in terms of emotional well being can be an important aspect of self esteem and self worth. It can involve acknowledging and accepting one's own emotions, even if they're negative and difficult, and treating one oneself with compassion and care it can also involve setting healthy boundaries and not allowing others to diminish and invalidate one's own feelings
0: i don't think that's even possible
1: uh, it's possible i I, I, even I, possible. I fuck with it i fuck
0: with it i mean if you i guess if you locked yourself in a padded room and never spoke. just to takes maturity man again. just takes
1: maturity just takes maturity
0: mm, i think i don't i don't think that that's maturity i find that extremely problematic when it and i don't think that i don't think that let me finish it. Let me finish it. This,
1: Let me finish so, it. Yeah. Let me finish it. Developing a sense of true value in terms of emotional well-being can be an ongoing process and may involve seeking support from others such as therapists or trusted friends or family members or engaging in activities that promote self-care and self-compassion. It can also involve challenging negative self-perceptions and learning to value and respect one's self as a unique and valuable individual.
0: So... So challenging, very challenging.: It's challenging, but start... isn't, that
1: like the, isn't that the challenge of life to like?: well, If you were was, to ask me, if you were to ask me knives, if you were to ask me 90 minutes ago, uh, what, "What do you want?" <laughs> My uh-huh. answer would probably be, "I want to like myself."
0: Uh-huh.
1: It's pretty simple. It's challenging for a variety of factors that the AI even acknowledged. You know, it is, and it's an ongoing process that requires therapy, which I have, which requires uh, the openness of others, self-worth, which I've constantly been working on. That's what I want. Money can't necessarily buy it, per se, because if you're an arrogant piece of shit and you win the lottery, you're a rich, arrogant piece of shit now, right? Right? And the well, science the science backs one. that up. The science backs that up that six months down the line you're still the same you you're still revolving around the same top ten emotions that you that you that's mm-hmm. your cruising altitude even if you win the lottery. Science, the science backs that up. Um so anyways, that's just if I if you were to ask me what I want, I wouldn't go on a on a, you know, capitalistic diatribe, but you know, I understand the framework, I do. Um, I just wanted to know, because so much of what we're talking about as creators, our compass points north, and it, and, it, and it stems from, what do we want? Why are we creators? What do we want out of this? What do we hope to gain? You know? Um, and how can we hope to attain our dreams? Want let's start with the want. Let's start with a goal. Start with a desire, right? Um, and that is kind of where I was coming from. But I, I, see, I see where you took that.
0: Hmm. Well, um, so I think I need to <clears throat> sort of, I need to kind of uh, reel this back in a little bit because what's interesting about what you said there is, is like every single time that a video is created, it is an introduction to a new audience. Of course, and I think I inherently, or or um, I have developed a, a a way of doing things where I'm I'm trying to tell people who Trent Knox is all the time. And I fail to do it every every time, so it's like, it's like I I think I've developed some strategy in doing that, but in realis- realistically, you know, uh, it, it fails every single time. And and so as to say that it's like oh I'm thinking of like well, you know the framework for what you just said, I we need to go back and say who is Knives Monroe? You know we need to uh, set foundation every single time. And it's frustrating because I feel like, you know, um, especially in this day and age where it's like, well, you either have to hop on this bullet train now while it's flying or, uh, or you know, I, it must have been a mistake in that when I started creating content online, I didn't do a good job of um, illustrating, you know, myself, but I didn't know who I was. I still don't know who I am today, and maybe you're more self-actualized in that way—that um, you know who you are as an individual and your value. Um, I don't, or it is I do know, but I just completely disagree with the constraints that are put on what society has stated that I am and what I should be, because I don't think that we live in Russia or another country where we don't get to choose who we want to be. Right? Um I don't think we live in a socialist state where it's you that that society gets to determine whether you get to be a doctor or not. I think you have the you have the right, if you do win the lottery, to just decide that you want to commit your you know, commit your life to uh philanthropy and do good upon everyone in the world. Maybe the science doesn't show that. Maybe the statistics don't show it, but I think there is an opportunity for an anomaly, Neo of the Matrix, to correct the system. That's why I think. But, like I said, I am subject to my algorithm that tells me I want other things than, than I think. I But I, I believe that there is a Jesus Christ. I believe that there is a God. I think that there is a, a way out of... The, I don't think that you you're just I don't think you're just a number. I don't know though. I don't know. I don't know. And, um, uh, and that's the 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 end of the day. It's like I don't know. I just you know I you know we can we can make ten dollars in the creator economy, but this ten dollars bears no meaning without the words that are written on it. You know, if you take God off of this dollar, does it exist anymore? If you take uh, the United States of America. Is on God
1: Ethereum on ETH? East,
0: on Ethereum? Well, no, but. Um, well, there's well, value on it, right? But no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on sorry. So, if we're talking from uh, a Christian standpoint, then yes, it does exist, even in ETH, Ethereum. Um. And even in Ether two point and in everything because that is the if it's source code is the is the deity that you believe in <clears throat> the source <laughs> God <laughs> Neo Jesus um but I'm saying that this tangible aspect of of reality is is tangible, whereas ETH is n- intangible, or not tangible. You cannot hold an ETH, and that's the reality, that that is the plight of digital currency, because, <clears throat> um, when it comes to like, uh, what is it, the FTX situation? Though there was no real Monetary value in the uh, in the uh, alignment between the Bitcoin held by FTX as well as the um, true monetary value held to against the um, the uh, F the the token their their exchange token which I can't fucking remember FTT whatever it was so the they basically were just cooking the books saying that it had a dollar value, but without the dollar, those things don't exist because then you can't take it off of a can't Well within network, you obviously could, but the largest network currently is definitely the U S dollar USD. Right. And so with this network of, of paper, You know it is crazy that and now i'm going down a tangent small tangent here that there is more numerical currency circulation than print currency and that 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 has had a contributing factor to the overall u.s debt clock as well as the um inflation year over year and also the the global housing market, but it is still something that we can trust that if we go to a foreign exchange, a forex system, in China, in Japan, in Russia, no matter where you are, the U.S. dollar still is accepted, converted, and al- applicable to the systems that they are in. Except maybe one of those, you know, um, those countries like. Uh, Um, what was the country Venezuela that like basically devalued their currency to nothing. And then basically the thing that only exists in their country is the U S dollar. So effectively like, I don't know that whole situation, but that's very, um, you know, problematic for them. But back to the whole point at hand is like, if you're not making these, well, it disappeared. (laughs) If you're not making these in the creator economy, you are not a part of the economy. You know. Yes, sir. So, the plight is the part the the real plight, and, and the the part that almost makes me want to tear up is that too many content creators are being exploited for their creativity and their artistry by. By sticking their heads and saying that art has some sort of intrinsic value, that it has some sort of emotional relation to, to that oh, if I just make one more painting and if I just if I just use my last dollar to buy this canvas and make this this piece of art, you know, and then you're out on the street, homeless bum, like loser, like uh, like Tate says that you're a brokey, with no with no opportunities in life and you're a fat lard that just sits and eats doritos on a couch right doesn't matter if you're male or female doing it maybe more women are doing that these days than men that might just be statistically true
1: oh man uh there's a lot i I don't know what 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 to say to that you know um but let me ask you go ahead What you could contribute is like I well, don't I don't I don't see things the same way you see things.
0: Well, you have to do.
1: Even you on my hardest take. day, even my hardest you have day to of do, life. Right? I have to do?
0: It's it, fundamentally it is action that's taken. And it Oh, you it, have and to and do, on, right? I got you. Right. So this is um isn't this a Tony Robbins thing? Massive action? You have to take yeah. massive action. Yeah. Right? And so I like do. Yeah. Those gatekeepers, you have to take massive action against them. That's the only way to do it. And you're gonna end up having some people are gonna end up doing it the wrong way, trying to be U.S. nationals driving around with fake plates and you know telling police officers that I have the right to to do this and that all of that shit. You have to play the game. You have to play your role but it's never clear as to what your role is unless someone you have a strong mentor strong coach someone of authority already in the system guiding you along the way right i don't have that i have been against the system fighting the system trying to break through gate do- gatekeepers unlocking doors that shouldn't be unlocked for content creators in ways that You know, maybe I'll go to jail for.
1: I would say let's not fight the system. You have to. This is like, I, like I said, I I don't see things the way you see things, like fundamentally.
0: Well, let me hear, let me hear the, the, uh, like the argument how the system can just, Take care of you, just... I don't
1: look at things in that framework either. Like well, I have don't, to look I, at it some way. So how I, do you, I, I, how do you I, look I, at it? America is, and I, I, I'm I, I'm going to choose my words very wisely. The pursuit of happiness is guaranteed in America. It's in the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Not happiness. Not happiness. Happiness isn't guaranteed in America. It's the Mm -hmm. pursuit. I pursue. That's how I see shit. Um, If you're born in a different country and you don't have that in your Constitution, I think it sucks. And if I had to play the slot machine from scratch again, I'd want to play in this game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In other words, parenthetically, I'd I'd want to play in this system again. In this solar oh. system again. It's sure. sick. Sure, sure. At this time, at this time of the, the raddest time, as a oh. human being in this country, it's fucking rad. Um, Shit, dude! I remember, <laughs> t- I remember dri- taking road trips without without GPS. Like that shit sucked. Yeah, that shit yeah. sucked. You know, like it's the raddest time. You know, um, I remember well, when you the
0: first some form of direction, right? So, right. Even now,
1: yes. Um, but I much prefer now. You know, so, um, even so it's when
0: interesting. it interesting. Co- you know, you say, well, gear. Happiness is not guaranteed to an individual. You're right. Pursuit of happiness, right? That's the way that the word is formulated. But happiness has to be guaranteed. That's the thing. The definition says, of says happiness, who the word happiness says or who you can't pursue happiness if it doesn't exist. I didn't
1: say it didn't happiness exist. Happiness
0: doesn't exist. Well, someone has to. Someone has to guarantee that happiness exists for there to be a pursuit of happiness.
1: There are well, other countries that is. there They're are other countries where I'm sure there's not even a word for happiness. That could be. I'm sure. I'm sure in North Korea there is no ideology of the pursuit of happiness, let alone happiness. There's only there's, there's only servitude. Right?
0: There's a formulation that is um maybe indoctrinated into them as to what that that means and i think in maybe in the united states or globally and let's not just say that because i think that the only reason i'm not speaking when i speak about power i'm not talking about the united states as being uh, not a player in the globalist sense i mean china and russia are global global superpowers and i believe actually china probably ranks as number one global superpower at this time now i i it is interesting to start thinking about China and in the sense of freedom and and what freedom means because I think that freedom in the United States has been um, obfuscated and that we are still... I think that freedom today is less defined and we are still trying to fi- figure out what that is um, today.
1: Dude, I think in, in this country, freedom is... I can choose to play the game how I want from these 32 different ways. Mm-hmm. That's, that's freedom.
0: Well, I don't think everyone has the freedom to know what those 32 different ways is. And that means... That okay,
1: okay, okay. But do freedom.
0: you? Oh, I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think I have access to every single way which means I don't You really have
1: more have access ever in your ancestry than ever before.
0: I mean, this gets very personal, man. At this point, we're we're getting to into how
1: do Bro, I think about lose... the access my family had just two generations ago. They didn't have shit. Right. Well, go no, back go back 8 generations. Oh my god, they did not have fucking hot water you know, just three generations ago. But, um, you know, it's just wild what we have. It's wild what we're talking about. It's so philosophical and existential that I think it gets us off course.
0: Well, isn't that the purpose of the economy? Is to to make a commodity based off of your beliefs that other people attribute that they believe in what you ha- have to offer, so they make a purchasing decision?
1: doesn't have to be a belief it could just be a pot here's this pot you put stuff in it oh i need yeah, one of those
0: that, that seems really i
1: mean it's true though
0: oh man that seems really um what's the word for it um
1: utilitarian
0: no whimsical
1: i just think it's true man people just make purchasing like you,
0: decisions on a whim.
1: Without no, I think fun, I think it's based on function. I don't to need to know. Money. I I don't need to know the the beliefs of funyans to make a purchase.
0: Man, I, I think don't. That that's that's how we got to slavery without knowing that, without being heavily invested in what we're doing. Contri- contributed to the fact that, you know, oh I, ju- I I well I just needed some slaves, so so I, bought some so
1: slaves. I um. On some slave shit, and I do think we need to wrap up here, Um, I I, I commissioned uh, an art piece. Mm -hmm. I needed a poster for my movie, Mm -hmm. so I I commissioned it, and uh, it went out to the world, and 50 designers all contributed something, and I had to pick who was going to be the winner, Mm -hmm. and I did, and I picked the winner. Mm-hmm. and the guy who won it i did not question what his beliefs were and i didn't ask what they were and he didn't ask what mine were and we still had a very healthy transaction where this fool got paid mm-hmm. i say fool but i mean in, in, the, in the in the from my culture sense like this fool got mm-hmm. paid this mm-hmm. this cat got paid um not he's not a fool he's a tr- tremendously talented individual um who's mad under and and, and won 400 bucks for a fucking poster that was yep. a transaction. I had a need. He had a skill. We transacted. That's mm-hmm. the game. It's all about deals in this capitalistic, fucking black and white, binary ass motherfucking world. It's all about deals. Mm-hmm. We made a deal. And now there's a connection where we might, we might work together again in the future. We might, we might never cross paths ever again, but we always have that poster.
0: Yeah, that's the whimsical aspect. You might win again. You might pull the lottery... Uh, pull the pull, pull the slot machine, and you might win again. You might win again. There's
1: a slot machine component to it, but there's also a meritocracy component to it as well. The best design won. Oh, be- well,
0: yeah. I there was an
1: assignment, that's... and this motherfucker understood the assignment and killed it. Um, yeah, so... My brother just messaged me right now about it cuz I sent him the poster. He's like, "Did you make this?" Yeah. I'm like, "I'm like, I didn't make it, but I commissioned it."
0: Well, since you said, when she since you since she brought it up, um what's the what's the um delivery? How can people watch this film? They can't can not yet. Watch this Nobody film? can
1: watch it. Right now it's submitted to like 15 film festivals. We got denied uh, one from Austin. Already, I, I don't want to say the film festival, although it's pretty obvious. Southwest Southwest. No, 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 no. A different one. One for indie artists, which uh, you'd think, you'd think you would, you would think um, that we would have won that one. But uh, maybe it was a late submission. I don't know. But uh, so once it goes through the film festival route, um, then we'll promote it and all that stuff. Um, but just because I, I, I don't think these movies can be like publicly released just yet. We still have yet to find uh, a festival that we're gonna premiere our movie at, right? So, like, that'll be the premiere. Um, But it's done, and I'm tired of spending money on it, you know. Um, So, if anybody wants to support me, they can just support indiedarlings.net and um, help me make some money to make the next one. That's really it. If you really, if people really give a fuck, um, there's that. Yeah, but you know, I'm not here to really like promote that per se, but. I'm very proud of that picture, and it's super fun and uh, glad I got to make it. And most importantly, I'm glad I got to make my friend's kind of vision come true.
0: Awesome. And in the in the, um, in the description, in the caption, whatever you want to call it, you can find a link to booking a free consultation with this man right here, Knives Monroe. Um, or if you're looking for a different direction, maybe Claire does some consultations as well. That's right. Um and get a different perspective of what the indie darlings creative studio does over there um and i think they might be starting to open up their studio for um for potential clients so if you are looking to do a podcast all that um content creation headshots um just looking to uh, do a little brainstorming creative uh world and whatnot um, they are open for business so hit them up and uh and see what they've got going on but this is another another one of those episodes of course it sounds like and um we'll catch you on the next broadcast thanks trent yeah